Blog Talk Radio. Look, 
breastplate of righteousness And the heathen can't stand the book They swear on it, blaspheming Who's in the Oval Office? Ask the head of state Why there's so many plastic orphans on the interstate With comforts on them Why the FEMA make Jersey residents Feel like they was up north in the bank AE fatigues, any Jordans ISO 5, Dre beats on them Can't even hear the thunderclap or drone pass Up with that, elimination of the upper class Hard rain too, wish your up for crap Street canoeing, while the bankers yacht is longer than Diddy's spot Sacrificing the biggest stock It's a shame what Satan got us doing And utterly confusing The gutter need a uplifting movement Who gonna wait to the 88 shooter Sing, sing, Ruger 32 in the magazine Aiming at the academy Tuck your gun band, son Understand the truth Made us unwanted men Call this pilot, wanna chip us out But death before dishonor So now you know the drama Yeshaya Hamasia A higher karma, huh? Scriptures been saying That a storm is coming But they never listen to it Scriptures been saying that a storm is coming, but they never listen to it. Coming out, and the wolves come out in the nighttime. You gon' be gone. Poof, 
gone, gone See they all like a talk, but we live in New York Where them gangsters and hustlers riding Where you living do or die, just to survive This is a G's lullaby, bye, bye This is a G's lullaby You can't escape from my pride I'm seeing haters getting high, 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 high. Yeah, he try to spit flows with no spit. It goes down the drop from the snow with the nose drip. No shit, nobody knows to blow his nose sniff. I overdose, click and expose my whole dick. Fuck y'all. With no condom, your host lies. My no line, I'm down bottom. I call them round robins. We around robin who want problems. We got them a whole line. I can't hold on them. You can catch it like the common code round the globe. I'm guessing it's my time to glow. It's time to go. These lines I run my diamond mines and bars of gold. And Jupiter and Mars, my home. You don't get the lingo, my bango bango. That stupid old gringo, I bring you the angel. I can make you famous. I can bring the bangers. I can have you alone in your home with the strangers. Throw your words out your mouth to them goons coming out. And them wolves come out in the nighttime. You gon' be gone. Like a talk, but we live in New York where them gangsters and hustlers riding. Where you live and do or die, just to survive. This is a G's lullaby, bye, bye. This is a G's lullaby. You can't escape from my pride. I'm seeing haters saying hi, 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 hi. WBMC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. Early in the morning I know a lot of positions It never gets boring Just need your assistance And some cooperation So we can come together Like we on vacation That's recreation It's a lot of fun Start at night Get it in Till we see the sun
me and you, we need to stop with all the games. We need to trade numbers like the stock exchange. You need to change the status, switch it up to dating. I think we get along good, girl, you entertaining. I want to know what makes you tick like the wristwatches. Before you my number one like heat wrist boshes. But honestly, I'm only looking for some fun With hopes along the way I end up with the right one Hope you feel the same, your body I'm a team And I bet you all your neighbors gonna know my name Let's get it in, like Marvin Gaye On your iPod, you can let it play Cause I'm feeling like you feeling the same way Enough wasting time, girl, let's get up today I'll make it last, get you wetter than water Twist and break your box till it's out of order I'm not used to hard to get girls from falling off You always trying to holler at me every time you see me Even your friends know you want it, girl, what you trying to G me? You must be reading Steve Harvey's last book And think you got a strategy to get a nigga work I ain't even gonna lie, on the low I'm shook Cause you might have the type of snapper to get me hooked Let's go and see, make it meant to be And do me long time like eternity Do the cowgirl, just imagine we Doing the unthinkable like Alicia Keys all of this flirting to me is foreplay In conversation you tell me you moist all day Let's have some fun, I'm talking horseplay And get up for the weekend, probably get away female 
is Miss Very Beautiful, Mr. MC Sherlock. Yes, that's going to be our guest. I will be speaking to her in a few. So stay tuned. You do not want to miss that. I'm your host, Black Val. Don't go nowhere. We're live on WBMC Radio.
plus one. It equals soundness the sequel. I think this whole lot of those people. She needs to call her head honcho. Honcho. He laying low at the pronto. We need you pronto. We in the Bronx. Show meet me at Jimmy's. You and Vinny. Because they got Lenny tied up. They want us to bring 85 up to get him back. And think quick. And remember that. Last kidnapping up there. They sent the finger back. Your rich for the little bro. You heard? Oh, remember that. They sent the finger back. Ever. Mm-hmm. In the you know I love the way you fill up with my tequila. Smooth 
from the dealer, full and chinchilla. Heat up the clutch, 750 to love. Then we speed down the hutch, breaking trees in the dust. I'm not the one you sleep with, to eat quick. Want a cheap chick? Better go down and freak me. You got to hit me all. Buy this girl gifts, of course. So I look sick in my six with my Christian LaCroix. I know you see me on the video. True. I know you heard me on the radio. True. But you still don't pay me no attention. Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned. He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak. Got a different girl every day of the week. It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you. I had to let you know that I got a crush on you. I know you see me on the video. True. I know you heard me on the radio. But you still don't pay me no attention Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak Got a different girl every day of the week It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you I had to let you know that I got a crush on you I know you see me on the video I know you heard me on the radio But you still don't pay me no attention Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak Got a different girl every day of the week It's cool, not trying to put a rush on you I had to let you know that I got a crush on you I know you see me on the video I know you heard me on the radio But you still don't pay me no attention Listening to what your girlfriend's mentioned He's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak Got a different girl every day of the week Act, act the fuck up, act, act the fuck up. 
search word Black Val. And uh, we do have that special guest, I do believe, on the phone. MC Shylock, are you there with me? Yes, I'm here. Hey, sir, how you doing? This is MC Hey, Shylock. how you doing? And what's going on? I'm here. Thank you for allowing, allowing me to come on your show tonight. It's an honor. Well, well, um, the honor is mine. Trust me, I, I, I'm a big fan. Uh, for all for all of those who may not know, uh, where are you from? You you ask where where am I from? Yeah, where are you from? Well, I am originally from the South Bronx. Do you want me to go ahead and give an introduction to your audience as to who I I am? Please, please, please. All right. Please. Well, um, to all your audience out there who don't know who Shaw Rock is who don't know who MC, MC Shaw Rock is, I am the first female MC of the hip-hop culture. And I say that again, and I like to say that, you know, to every interview that I give. Once again, I am the first female MC of the hip-hop culture. I'm the first female MC, a part of an all-male group, which was the Funky Four, the original Funky Four. I'm the first female MC to have a record deal. I'm the first right. female MC of the hip-hop culture, the first female MC to ever be on any kind of uh, television, you know, which was Saturday yeah. Night Live, the first female MC to be on television. Um, the first female MC to use an echo chamber, and the echo chamber, if, if your audience don't know, is what um, you use to sort of kind of repeat your rhyme or what, what you're saying. It, it just repeats everything that you're saying. So MC Shaw Rock has many firsts, you know, and, I know that for many years, you know, you may have heard that this person was first and this person was the first, but MC Shawrock is the first female MC of the hip-hop culture, not just one of the first. I am the first female. The first, that's the right. The mother of the yes. mic, I, I do believe Absolutely. they said yes, right? Absolutely. That's me. Yes, that's yes, me yes. Sometimes uh, well, how did you the luminary icon. Okay, we're going to get into that in a, in a bit. But let me ask you, how did you get up to, get to be a part of the Us Girls and, for most importantly, the Funky 4 Plus One More? Well, let's go back. You know, um, my career, for me, you know, leading up to the introduction of, of the hip-hop culture, because at first we weren't calling it the hip-hop culture. It just progressed into that by, you know, you may hear, hear some people saying, well, Keith Cowboy from the Furious Five said hip-hop first, so you may say here, some people say Starsky, uh, you know, uh, Lubbock Starsky was the one who said, you know, coined it as hip-hop, and then African Bambada later on, you know, made it a culture. But for me, anybody that was an MC back in the days, you know, from your Melly Mel's, from Grandmaster Flash, you know, to your Keith Cowboys, you know, most everybody, you know, that came up in the game when I did in the, in the early 70s, you know, either was a B-girl or a B-boy. So I okay. started off as a B-girl, you know, in New York City. So you travel, when you're in New York and you was a B-girl or B-boy, you traveled around to the different, you know, parties and shows and, you know, uh, that and jams that were given outside, be it inside or out. basically knew who was there. You basically knew who was in their reading, who was the up-and-coming, you know, uh, the best B-girl or the B-boy or who, you know, was there at that time. So that's my career started out in uh, 1976 as, as a B-girl. B then in late 77, that's when, you know, I became an MC and a part of the Funky Four, you know, the original Funky Four group. So that's how I started into what we now know and what we now call the hip-hop culture. Hello? 
I'm sorry. What, so what made you I'm, want I'm, to start okay. start rapping? Well, Especially that's what you did email. back then. Yeah, well, that's what you did back then. You know, um, when Cool Herc started out, and he, for your audience who don't know, he is the father of hip-hop. And, and of course, you know, there have been so many different, you know, you know, sayings or, or, or rumors going around now that this person started, this person started, this person started. There was a whole, but for me, Cool Herc was the person, or I should say the DJ, that was playing the break beats that allowed the B-girl or the B-boy to dance. So when you're talking about, like, the, the late 70s, once you became a B-girl or B-boy, then what manifests manifests is that, that like, in, in I'll say, like, late 70s, Seven seventy eight. That's when you have to begin to see groups start form. You had uh, Grandmaster Flash. He had the the three MCs, and then you had the Funky Four, the original Funky Four. So that just was the era that you know people transformed. You know, trans, I should say transition from a B girl or B boy to MCing. So that really came about like seventy the end of seventy seven seventy eight. You know, when when you know the the groups and and everybody that was MC and Beck at that time started, you know, really run. So, of course, it was dominant, you know, it was male-dominated, you know, in the Bronx at that time. So I felt like I wanted to, um, to do it. Most of us were going to high school together or we will, you know, be uptown or downtown. So at that time, you basically, you only seen the guys do it. So I felt like I can, you know, become a part of what I thought, you know, was just, crazy, you know, it was just a Robinson, and I just felt like I could do it as well as the guys did, so I did it, you know, and that's how I became the first female MC of the hip-hop culture, and it, it was just the era back then of when everybody joined, you know, you know, just transitioned from a B-girl or a B-boy to, you know, becoming an MC. How did you come up with your name? Well, actually, um, the guy who put the Funky Four and the Brothers Disco together. The Brothers Disco was an organization that the Funky Four fell under. So, of course, my name is Sharon. So he decided to um, just call me Shaw Rock. He had saw me on stage, well, where he had given a party, you know, on my first party. So he was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to call you Shaw Rock, you know, and he was the one who named from Sharon. He just took Shaw and just said that I could rock and call me Shaw Rock, and I've been going by that. For the last what thirty eight years, so I'm Shawrock. Yes, sir. Well, have you stayed in contact with anybody back then? Yes, everybody. You know, I'm I'm in contact with with the groups. I mean, just about every major group that was out during the time of me coming up. You know, I'm always in contact with them. Be it that they with the group or they not with the group, I stay in contact with them. Um, the, the Funky Four members, um, the Brothers Disco members, you know, the Grandmaster Flash uh, members, you know, the Crash Crew members, any group that, you know, was a part of the era of, of, of us rhyming, you know, be it from the early 70s, I mean, you know, from the late 70s to the 80s, I'm still in contact with, with everybody, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's a mutual thing. And that's what we, we did and we do in the hip-hop culture that I know. You know, everybody still stay loyal to, um, I could say, um, the, the culture as they know it, you know, and, and the purest form. So 
most everybody try to keep in contact, you know, and still try to, you know, or sometimes they would, you know, have like these block parties or, you know, jam parties where everybody come together to share that old music or that old type of feeling of what the culture as we know it, you know, represents, you know. So I, I do stay in touch with most of everybody. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, well, Sha, may I call you Sha? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Okay. Well, we're going to get into one of your, um, this is Us Girls um, from the soundtrack uh-huh. of Beat Street. We're going mm-hmm. to play a few tracks. Please don't go nowhere. I got a lot of more questions. No problem. I'm here. All right. Stay tuned. We're live on WBMC Radio. <laughs> WBMC Radio. Yo, Kenny, man, there goes out of Shot Rock, me and Debbie D. Go get that record. Ah. Well, here's three ladies from our neighborhood. Guaranteed to rock the beat and rock the beat good. So come on, Debbie D, Shot Rock, and Lisa Lee. Step up to the front so all your friends can see. We're all backing you up 100%. We know you practice all week. Now, this is it. If you're in favor of what I've said, everybody, say go ahead. WBMC We didn't change the station. We changed the game. Use the 
type of loving that you never been through. And if you dig where we're coming from, say yeah. And if you want to rock this party tonight, say Black Val, your host of Unsigned Grind and the Game Changer. We're live on WBMC Radio. You can call in to speak to my guest, 347-857-4487. And we do have a special guest from the Funky 4 Plus One More, the mother of the mic herself, MC Shy Rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're here. Shout. Yeah, yes, shout. Let me ask you, how does it feel to be recognized as a legendary icon and also the, well, the first hip-hop female? Okay, you know what? And I'm going to be honest with you. It's a gift and a, and a curse, and I'll tell you why. Because most of the world don't know. You know, it's sometimes they just happen to um, fall into it or maybe be in the area that somebody's talking about because most of the world think it's somebody else. Now, who they think it is, I don't know, and they don't know that history. And so for me, being the first female MC of the hip-hop culture, a culture that I love so much, it's like um, being the first, a first that, you know, um, we have many people doing it now. And, And it's like it holds a lot of weight, but then... By the same token, it's like me trying to, you know, let the world know, you know, the, the part that don't know who Shah Rock, you know, is and having to be able to, um, you know, show credentials, you know, uh, showing proof, you know, that I am the female. Although the proof is there, you know, uh, uh, you know, letting them know that I am the female. And I've been doing that for the last, like, five years, five years five years, you know, just really been going in strong and going in hard and, and, and up in as many people's faces, you know, that will listen and say, listen, this is the culture that I helped build from the ground as a female, a culture that I love, you know, a culture that I respect from every element, you know, of that culture, you know, from, from the breakdancing to the graffiti to the DJ to the MC and to style, you know, this is the culture that I helped build from the ground. And I am that female you know, who set it off for any other female that come, come, you know, behind me. So when you ask me that, the bottom line is that it's still a gift, it's a curse, it's a struggle, but then it's not, you know. And people are beginning to, you know, tell a friend or tell a friend or tell a friend, you know, to say, listen, you know, this is the woman who started off. You know, forget what you heard. She's the one that set it off for a nation, 
you know, well, really for the world, you know, to 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 be able to have, you know, a a, a a forum, you know, to be able to express how they feel, you know, as, you know, young kids or, you know, men, men and ladies. So, you know, it, it's a gift and a curse. But I wouldn't trade it in because when it's all said and done, I carry that culture, the realness, you know, of, of the hip-hop culture with me at all times. And and it's, and it's a culture that I love a lot. So it's the, the bottom line, gift and a curse. Okay, wow. You know oh, yeah. what? Deep. 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 Why are you sleeping Bobby on that? Show. It's true. Is, are you sleeping on that? You're kind of quiet because it's true. No, no, no. I, I agree with you 100, 110%. And that's why we do this show, to to educate oh, yeah. people, to let them know yes. who was the mother of the mic. Started it off. Y'all don't even know yeah. it's a gift and a curse. And when you say you're the first, that holds a lot of weight. That holds a lot of it, it, it's It's a tremendous but then by the same token, you know, you have people that, that's like standoffish because you did something that they're doing now. And it's it's crazy. You know, it's really hard to explain, but it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, you know, I get much love and much respect for people like you, you know, and, um, you know, people that's in the industry, industry that is really, like, hungry for the knowledge, you know, of the true history of, of hip-hop especially as females, because for me, you know, back in the days or when I started even now, my thing is that, you know, I didn't, I didn't just get the love from the females and I just didn't influence just the females. I influenced, you know, young artists or artists, you know, that, that have, have, have that sold millions of, of records, people such as Puffy, you know, people such as Common, people such as Run DMC that you can hear, you can look on YouTube you know, you can you can hear them talking about how I, as a female, influenced them that they have did. Even from Jay Z, when he says, you know, well, what was the? He he wrote a book and said, well, what was the? You know, one of the best moments of your life. He said, okay, well, the the time that I seen, you know, the Funky Four Plus One More on TV for the first time. And then you got people like the Beastie Boys, you know, who say. Who one year they gave uh, them the, uh, an award on the VH1 honors, and they said, "Well, who influenced you?" Well, the Funky Four plus one did. So, uh, my legacy with the Funky Four and by myself is that not only did I influence females, but I influenced guys and dudes as well. And that's, that's my legacy. Up. Yeah, that's yes, my legacy. that's what's up. Yes. Besides so, music, do you have any other uh, passion? Well, my passion is I'm here in Texas, so it'd be hot, like crazy out out here. So I like I like yard work, you know. I like I like to do that. I like yard work. I like to listen to all genres of music. I love music. Um, but what I don't like is any type of music that's disrespectful to a woman. I I, I that I mean that pissed me off. I can't stand that. You understand what I'm saying? Because the bottom line is that you can make all kinds of music, and I know I'm jumping from one thing. You know, to another book, when you ask me about what, what is my passion and what is I like, it's, it's like music. But it's like a big turnoff for me when, you know, I hear, you know, um, women and men disrespecting each other, especially, you know, men disrespecting women or women disrespecting women. Because I think that, you know, as a whole, we're supposed to be uplifting each other. And, yes, we don't have to be running around, you know, doing the conscious stuff all the time, but I think that we have a responsibility to each other to make sure that we hold each other down 
far as um, respecting, you know, the next man or next woman. That's, that's, I, I just, I don't get that. Uh, you listen, Usa, I don't get that. I just, music is my passion, you know, music and working in the yard. Those are two of the most things that I, I like most of all, you know, and I, and I like writing. So your, your audience got to know that I also wrote my book, which is called Luminary Icon. And it's, it's, it's a true story from a woman's perspective of how, you know, for me, the game started, you know, what was going on in New York in the early 70s when hip-hop started and what we had to go through as young recording artists, you know, signing contracts. So everybody now that's doing, you know, like the 360 deals and all of this other stuff should should know better, you know, now from what we we paved the way, and I say we, my group as well as like the Furious Five, 24, paved the way for artists now to be able to make record deals and have record deals and have solid record deals or even know what the business is like because what we had to go through with our record companies and lawsuits and all of that stuff. So, I mean, you know, it's, 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 for me, it's a good thing for me to be able to, to, to be around today to just to see how, you know, rap, and I'll say rap because when I, when you say hip hop, it is, when I say rap music within hip hop, you know, has, you know, expanded, you know, over the years in time, you know, and music is one of my things that I, I, I'm passionate about. Yes. Where can I get a copy of that book? Could you please tell my well, audience? I got to send it to you. I got to send it to you. I, I'll get one to you. You're going to have to send me your address so I can send it to you, okay? Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> send me your address and i get one over to you. As a matter of fact, next week, um, I'm going up to uh, next Thursday. I'm, I'm supposed to be going up to uh, Martha's venue. You know, um, actually, MC Light is going to be up there. You know, she's going to be ha- headlining, and you have Money Love, and Lauren Hill is going to be up there. But I'm supposed to be going up there Friday to receive a lifetime, you know, uh, lifetime oh. award. Yeah, in association with the yeah the Universal Zulu Nation in association with Martha's Vineyard, MC Light, Money Love, Lauren oh, Hill is going to be up there as well. Yeah, so yeah. Up there, yeah, and we see the Lifetime Achievement Award. And, you know, since you mentioned FC, like, I'm just wondering, I mean, do you, obviously, it's obvious that you're friends with her. So do you stay in contact That's my with girl. her? Okay, uh, who, who else do you stay in I contact with? Let me tell you, I respect her. I respect her because, like, do know who I am. And every chance you get, she does mention, she does mention me. I did a serious radio show one time and had her on there. You know, she came through with no problem. And I like light, and I like, I love light. And I tell her, I tell you that for so many reasons because, for one thing, she respects the sisterhood. She respects the the um, the love and the bond of of women. You know, especially in hip hop and especially you know within the world. So I think that what she does is that she's carrying on. She's she's carrying on the true meaning of hip hop within the women, you know, side of, of saying, okay, you know, I'm not going to go out my era. I'm going to respect that woman, and I'm going to uplift the woman. And this is, this is one reason why I truly, truly, as well as, you know, Queen Latifah, you know, and it's, and, and it's not to take away from anybody else, but, you know, I don't talk to her, like, on a daily basis, but when I call for her or she knows how to reach me and I know how to reach her and the feeling is mutual, and, and, and I'm going to love being able to see her out, you know, and um, watch this thing when I go up there. Who do you listen to nowadays, today? Um, 
I listen to, I don't listen to the radio, that's for sure, because what I found is, like, if you listen to the radio over and over and over and over again, you start singing some of the songs that you you say you weren't going to sing, and it's not to be disrespectful to anybody that, that's making music out there and they feel that that's their craft, but I like to listen to things that, you know, that, that you know, music, I, I listen for the beat, I listen for the, the soul, you know, like, James Brown is my favorite artist. You know, I listen for music that's going to get me happy, that's going to make me feel good, nothing that's going to, that I got to watch my my back, you know. But um, who do I listen to? I listen to nowadays, let me see. And, and I know there's new artists out there, you know, now. Let me see, who do I like? I like Panama Red. Have you heard her yet? No, I haven't. Not yet. Panama Red. Panama Red. That, oh, well, she, she's a rapper. She just... Yeah, yeah. She's she's hot. I I listen to Panama Red, and you got to listen to her. You know, just check her out. But All that's right, I will. Okay. That's the main one. That's the main one who I listen to. You're Panama Red. And okay. I won't say no more. And it's not that it's not that n- nobody else out there is good. It's just that I just like her flow. I just I mean, and it's and it's a lot of them out there, but but when I speak about who I listen to, I like her. I like Panama Red, so check her out. She's good. She's really good, and I think she's she's gonna probably be the one of the up and coming ones that a lot of people are gonna really, 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 really appreciate. So just look out for her. Oh, definitely, we check her out, Panama Red. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Name some of the artists that you worked with. Um, well, back in the day, I mean, not back in the days, so I should say, um, over the years, I've worked with uh, this song with Grand Puba. Um, we, I did uh, a collab with Ice-T one time with a whole bunch of, you know, people on there, Curtis Blow, um, who else? Um, some guys, uh, Linnell Brown from, from, uh, Switzerland, you know, some of these Zulu Nation, you know, artists. I'm still doing collabs with a lot of, you know, Zulus from all over, you know, the world, from Florida to, to you know, international, you know, er- everywhere. Let me see. Who else I just did collab with? I, I do collabs with mostly now up-and-coming new artists. But um, who else have I did a collab with? Um, it, it's so many different people that I'm thinking, you know, but it was just on my website. But most of all, I did one, like I said, I did one with, with Ice-T, you know, that was a collab with, every, you know, everybody. And uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of all the different people that I did the collabs with. But um, it, 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 it's a lot of them over the years. And But basically right now, you know, I'm working on or have worked on different, you know, collabs with new up-and-coming artists that's coming out now and, you know, their their release dates, they haven't, some of them have released their records and some of them, you know, are releasing them this year or the end of the year or whatever. So you can just look. But I'm very selective about what I do. And so I don't just jump on, you know, anybody's track because it, it really got to have, like, some meaning to it behind it. And I'm not talking about conscious meaning. I mean, I'm just saying it just really, I, I just really need to be able to feel, you know, uh, you know, feel a track, you know, and feel what, you know the message of of the uh, the song is, so I, I'm very leery about uh, you know doing that as well. But one of and when we talk about the, the different projects, one of the two projects that I'm very excited about too is that 
out of all the years, you're talking 30-something years, 30, almost 40 years, you know, out of playing all places in New York City and every, like, nick and crack and corner and, and everywhere all over the world. I've never played at the Apollo Theater and never played at the Madison Square Garden. So come um, October, you know, for the first time, I'll be, you know, performing with Erica Badu, you know, Rakim, um, who else? Um, Big Daddy Kane, um, World Famous Supreme Team, uh, Brand New Minions at um, the, uh, what is it called? The, uh, it's the NOGE, Nation of Gods, you know, the five percenters are having their 50th anniversary, you know, so I've been asked to perform for their 50th anniversary at the Apollo Theater, so I'm excited about that. And then it's the big event in November as well at Madison Square Garden with the uh, Universal Zulu Nation anniversary, so I'm excited about that as well. So it should be, you know, alive for both events. I'm happy about that. Well, the anniversary is at Madison Square Garden. That, that's, oh, what's yeah. that's a big oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be crazy this year. It's going to be crazy this year. They got, you know, a lot of people coming forward, so this year it's going to be at Madison Square Garden one night one night for hip-hop, because usually they have it, like, you know, on a, you know, like a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for, for hip-hop. It's going to be one night for hip-hop, and it's, it's going to be crazy. November. Oh, yeah. Mm, well, in your opinion, Sha, well, name five top MCs. It could be male male or female. That I like? In your, that I think? Yeah, in your opinion. It could be from back then, present. Let me see. In your see, opinion. Rakim, 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 Melly Mel, and and I have yeah. to say Melly Mel first because Melly Mel was like he's like the the one who really like you know went in you know uh, back in the days you know he Melly Mel I would say Rakim, um who else that's two right um let me see when I when you talk about I won't just I won't just give it to the the guys I'll give it to Lauren Hill, and let me tell you why I say Lauren Hill for the simple fact is that I like um, the way that she she put her words together, you know. And even though she was a singer slash MC, I still I still felt like Lauren Hill had that that you know that you know that that instinct to make people really want to listen to what she what she said. Now I know that. I mean, you may have somebody disagree, but the reason why I like um, Nicki Minaj is because I know her potential, and I know her potential, and I know some of the things that she may be doing now is just maybe for, you know, um, the masses, but I saw her potential and, and followed her potential before, you know, the media, you know, or, or, you know, the big thing got involved. So I wouldn't say she a top 10, but I think that she is just, she, she, she could be good. She could be better than what she is now. And she's been there because I've seen it. And I'm not, I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, whatever, 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 whatever. But I say that because she's out there. People know her. They look at her for other things, but not look at her for what her potential could be or what her potential was. So I wouldn't say she's top right now, but she, she's there, you know, it, it, she could be there, you know, and um, let me see who else. Uh, I, I like Jay-Z, 
Okay, okay. And I used to like, I mean, used to like, I like Jay-Z, and I like, I wouldn't say, I, and I like, I, I liked, um, what's his name? Damn. Okay, uh, Lil Wayne, I did from like him. Camp? I mean, I like him. No, for real, I, I, I like both of them, and I did at one time. It's just that I just think that if you go back to the craft of MCing, I forgot Nas. Because it ain't nobody okay. else really, you know, he was waiting for Nas? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. I know people go, well, what about Drake? What about this? What about this, that, and this, and that? I, he, he, could, he, could, he get there. I just think that when you talk about top MCs, you have to stand the test of time. You understand what I'm saying? You got to be able, as, as opposed to, you know, you have like, uh, Jay Z and you you have like Nas you you can't call yourself an icon until you've been in in the game and you have stand the test of time and there there are many good MCs but then you're talking about the top MCs and I just really haven't seen anybody yet that can you know just really like stand the test of time yet you know because they're they're still good there's a lot of them out there that's good don't get me wrong you know yeah. but. That's that's how I feel. I just think that you got to be able to stand the test of time, you know, and you got to be able to a good MC is somebody who who has to me that has a legacy that would 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 stand the test of time. And so no matter what, they can be able to come back and and adapt to any situation, be it ten years, you know, twenty years, thirty years down the line. And most of the people that I name, this is what they have done. So that's why I say top MCs and. When I told you that some of them could get there, get there, and stand in the test of time and be able to adapt to your environment and be able to come back and just get in where you fit in and be able to handle it just like you did when you stepped out of the game. So that's how I look at, you know, a, a, a MC that is prolific. That's, that's how I hmm. look at it. Man, interesting, interesting. Sean, we're going to get into another one of your joints uh, with Lisa Lee and DJ uh-huh. Jazzy J. We're going to come right back to y'all. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah, Don't go nowhere. We're live on the Yeah. We didn't change the station. We changed the
so sweet. So sweet. Take it out, John, and you don't stop. Stop the death. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's me. But listen, what you just listened to was that that was the first female hip-hop cypher ever. What happened was with that is that we were, like, in school, and that, that is history. That is, like, even before you may have seen it, the, the females going back and back and forth and forth, forth, Lisa Lee and I, we started that. Female wow. Cypher and the whole culture, and it's right there on tape. You know, and that, wow. that's like the metaphor of how, you know, you know what I'm saying, you had the females going back and back and forth at each other because that's what Lisa and I did. And most people thought that that was like a battle, but what happened was Lisa Lee and the Zulu Nation was on one side, you know, of the corner. I mean, one side of, of the gym, and the 24 and the Brothers Disco was on the other side. And so what they did was I came on, right, and I said a rhyme, right, and then Lisa came on, and she said a rhyme. And so my group was like, okay, so I think they want Lisa to come after you. So they said, well, every time Lisa come on, then you come back, you call her name, and you bring her back on. And then she she caught what I was doing, and then she came back on. But what people don't that knew at that time, but that, that actually, we actually formed a sisterhood right then and there because, that night, people thought it was a battle, but we actually became friends and, and, and close friends and close friends. And to this day, we are still friends. And to this day, we as women protect the, the culture, you know, as we know it, you know, and always will have that, that sisterhood. So we actually form a sisterhood. And to this day, we're still very, very, very close, you know, and, and, and protect each other and protect each other's legacy and make sure that people do know what her and I have did for the culture, you know, from, from its inception, you know. And so, you know, that's the first female cipher that you, you ever heard. That's what started the female cipher off. And a lot of women don't even know it, but this, this, that was the first female cipher ever, you know, in the history of hip-hop. See, wow, that's the first female yes. cipher. There we go. Yes. Sure. Um, yes. If, yes. if you don't mind, if you feel comfortable, let me know. Uh-huh. As far as with the, can you elaborate as far as with the Sugar Hill lawsuit? Okay. Well, you know, I, without giving too much of my book, basically what it was is that, you know, um, 
we were the hottest group, you know, in New York City. You know, and of course you had flat, you know, you had flash and stuff. But the funky four plus one, if you ask anybody from back in the days, held down New York City. We traveled from all over to different places. You know, I mean, all over from New York City to 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 Connecticut to Virginia. I mean, all over. And um, we were a, par- a very par- of course we had a record deal with um Chicken Hill, um, and with Enjoy Records in 1979. So we had our first record deal, but somehow. You know, it was a scout that came to us and wanted us to transfer over to Sugar Hill Records, and that's what we did, you know. And so even though we had a song out in 1979, we didn't come out with our first song with Sugar Hill Records until 1981, which was Best to Join. But what happened during that time is that, okay, so we make the song, we're going on tour, you know, whatever, we're coming back off. And so we know we the hottest thing, you know, in New York City, you know, besides Grandmaster Fast. So people are buying our, our our records because we had street cred before we even had a record deal. So, you know, song selling overseas, we know that, you know, and then, you know, one year, you know, I'm located in Germany because my husband, you know, was stationed in Germany at which he was in the military. And, um, you know, I see, you know, my song on a compilation of other songs within Sugar Hill Records. So I'm like, oh, my daughter, I'm telling, I'm telling her, look, you know, this is my song. You know? She was like, well, mom, you song, maybe you could buy me, you know, this right here that you got. You, you made, did that mean you making money? So I'm like, oh, man, this is crazy. So while I was in Germany, I couldn't do anything about it, but I, I made a pact on myself that when I get back to the lawyer and try to find out what was going on with my royalties because we've never received a dime from royalties. You know, and so, I mean, for every song that we had made, which was probably like eight or nine songs with, with Sugar Hill Records that was not released in the state, but they were released overseas, you know, we never seen a dime, not one penny from any record sales. And um, to make a long story short, without me going into everything, you know, I, I seek the lawyer, and um, a lot of lawyers wouldn't, wouldn't, didn't want to touch Sugar Hill, or they wanted to me to come out my pockets with all this money, you know, that I, I didn't have at the time. So I found a way to be able to compensate for, you know, uh, retaining, you know, everything that was taken away from us as little kids. And so um, I, you know, have a class action lawsuit, which included, you know, the, the Furious Five and, you know, the Crash Crew and a couple of other, you know, people, and we were successful. And my book would tell you everything, you know. So at the end, we were successful in, you know, getting back what was rightfully ours. You know, of course, you can't go back for so many years, but we were successful in, you know, getting back what was rightfully ours. So you got to read the book. So that's, that's it is what it is. Well, I should say it, it is what it was. Okay. Um, since we're talking about the business, um, as far as uh-huh. the business, Business side, the business side of the industry. You know, um, how is it um, now compared to then? Well, for me, I don't know how it is for anybody else. I think that if nothing changed, all remain the same. You know, you have all these people coming out. You know, saying that they're this, that that. You know, they're these producers, they're these managers, or whatever. It ain't nothing changed. The thing is, is that you have to get with the right people, especially if you're an artist and you're coming out. You have to get with the right people that's going to put you under your under their wing and teach you the ropes and school you do and what not to do. You may think you know, but 
you know, look, look, look. All you have to do is surround you yourself around people who you feel that may have been successful in the game. Of course, they may have had a struggle, but maybe they can teach you the right way to go about, you know, um, protecting yours and protecting your legacy. You know, instead of you jumping in and just want to make records and make records and make records, because one day that record could be, let's just say, like for myself, you know, um, I did a, a, a something with BBC Films, which is um, out in London, and it was just a documentary. But what happened with that documentary back back in like um, like the early '80s? They lifted my voice off the documentary, right? And so. They, well, I should say they lift me and Lisa's voice off the documentary. So this group over, you know, in, in, in Germany, overseas, re-recorded the song, right, but was saying Lisa and my rhymes, right? Said our rhymes, but then they went and sold my voice to Missy Beachy for a 2009 uh, Missy Beachy commercial. So my friends called me from New York, right, and they'd be like, oh, Sean, you know, congratulations. You know, I heard your commercial because while the NBA finals was going on, they uh, said that they heard, saw my commercial with my voice on it for the 2009 Mitsubishi car. So I was like, I didn't do no commercial. They say, look, I know you're Ron from back in the days. That's your Ron. And so these people sold my voice to a commercial for Mitsubishi. And what I what I say to people is that, of course, I, I keep a lawyer on standby. So I had to sue these people, you know, for my voice because it's not like they couldn't come back and, and find me because I'm I'm active. You know, you you Facebook, social media, you know what I'm saying? So they, they was very disrespectful by just taking my voice, selling my voice to commercial, and then now 2009 Mitsubishi, you know, commercial on TV. So what you have to do for a new artist is just protect yourself because even though you think that your work, it's not, um, you know, you, you, you may think that your music and stuff won't get to the next place, but it will. It can happen 20 and 30 years down the line, just like what it happened to me. So you got to know all the ropes. You got to protect your music. Even if you think it's the most simplest, stupidest thing that you ever said in your life, you still have to protect it because people will take your stuff without even um letting you know or asking you and hoping that you may not find out or hoping that you won't come after them, you know. So the business to me is still the same, you know what I'm saying? You always want to have the conniving snakes, you know, running around trying to, you know, um, get in when they fit in. But you just got to know how you can protect your own and surround yourself, you know, around people that you know that's going to look out for you, you know, that's true to the game, that's going to look out for you and that's going to put you under the wing and let you know what's real and what's not. So the business is still the same. You just got to know how to maneuver yourself into what you're else. For me, you know, Sean, you, you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sorry, but you mentioned, you know, what um, something I, I've been meaning, I, I wanted to get back on, the uh-huh. Luminary Icon book and the scholarship. Um, could you explain yeah. to me and all, as well as my audience what you're doing and what okay. you're trying to accomplish? Well, basically what I wanted to do is give back, and I plan to do a lot more, more things to give back, but, you know, um, Learning Curves is, is uh, it's like an um, a organization out of New York City that came to me and said, look, you know, we have this scholarship program. We, we want to, you know, kind of honor you in, 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 in a sense where we, we put a copy in your name. So that's okay. Well, give me, you know, synopsis of what the scholarship is. And one of the things, you know, that explained to me is that, 
you know, for me, um, the learning curves, the, what I chose and what I specifically wanted them to do if they were going to put a scholarship under my name is that it's like an introductory into the medical field because the medical field is one of the, the leading, you know, um, forces, you know, in the workplace, you know, these days. And because, you know, they came to me, they wanted to be able to offer, you know, any, you know, like a child, you know, whether or not they're incarcerated, whether or not they're in the foster care, whether or not they're young women, young men, you know, um, the ability, if they wanted to get into uh, the, the, the health field, is to start off on an introductory level, which meaning that, um, say, for instance, the administrative part, they never have to leave from their home. They never have to go out. They can take, it's like one of the first online courses where they can take the introductory, you know, to, like, the, the health. And um, then after they, they take the courses and all that stuff online, then, you know, the scholarship will also help to pay for them to take the state test would they be certified. So then if they want to go on to other careers within that, you know, um, within learning curves, they can do that by, you know, choosing the career that they want, and then they can also do, you know, the online studies and go and go for there and, and um, you know, be able to, you know, move on into whatever area that they want to go, you know, within the, the healthcare field of the classes that they have to offer or not. So it's basically like an introductory level, but I, and I wanted to start it somewhere, you know, just to give back, you know, just to afford, you know, the opportunity to a young kid, you know, that, that want to, you know, go out into the workforce and be able to um, say, okay, well, look, I, I have this under my belt, belt. And they may not choose to, you know, um, continue with the medical field, but it was something that I wanted to be able to give back to the community, you know, to, to you know, at least let them get, they see what where they didn't have to come out of their pockets to be able to find out, you know, whether or not this is a field for them to be in. So I'm excited about it. And actually on August, uh, I think it's August 10th is the deadline, you know, for this year. So it's like a new program and we're getting the information out there and we're really trying to get the information out there for people to know. But this year it's about 10 different, uh, you know, um, applicants that will be chosen. But I think it's like 10 to 15 that will be chosen. But the fact is, is that, you know, the uh, deadline is August 10th, you know, for them to be able to apply for the scholarship. And then from there, they never have to leave their house, you know, but in September they can go ahead and start and, you know, start their career into the to the medical field, you know, the introduction to the medical field. Oh, wow, that's a beautiful thing. Oh, so this is new yes. right now. So you, oh, yes, you have it is. A... We just got off the ground. Oh, wow. Well, well yes. Yeah, Sha? Yes, I'm here. with me? Yes, okay. Um, yeah, for my audience, now, I know you said you was going to send me a copy of the book. Now, okay. where can my audience get a copy of the book? Um, is it Amazon.com? Yeah. Barnes and Noble? On Amazon. Yeah, they can go on Amazon. They can go on Barnes and Noble. But if you come directly to my website, which is www.mc, M is in Mary, C is in Charlie, MC, com. If you come and buy it directly from me, I'll send it to you, autograph it, and you have it. So you can order it from me as well, www.mtshawrockonline.com, and I'll send the book to you, autograph. You know, if it goes to order, uh, Amazon, I can't autograph it because a lot of times I don't know who is going to Amazon. I'll send, it to, I'll send the book, but if you order it directly from me, I know it's coming from you. You can do it through PayPal. There's a way to do it through PayPal, however you want to do it, you know, online. But 
if you order it through my website, then I send it directly to your autograph as well. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we and it's a also, good read. Uh, it's, it's a true history. It's a good read. You want to know about the coach and, and how And I need my coffee shot. Don't forget me. I got you, but you got to send me your address. I got you. I'm taking we a lot of stuff from Marcus Venue. Yes. Once okay. you get off, I'm going right. to take care of all that. I don't want my address out right. there right now. But you, and yeah, you got my number two. You got my number two. Text it to me, and I, and I got you. It's, well, you know, the post tomorrow. But Monday morning, you'll have it. You'll have it. You, I'll, I'll send it out Monday. Okay. And once again, um, how would we uh, how would we apply? Or if somebody young wanted to apply, how would they, yeah, they do could it? Go about to, they could go to, um, one second, let me make sure that I have the correct the correct information here for you because I don't want um I don't want nobody to not not know where to go and get it from. But it's but it but the um the actual thing the actual um site is called Learning Curves and um hold on one second. Yeah I'm just I, I I had it right here so they could get to it, you know, on my phone and I'm actually wind up um but they can go to um, learning curves www.learningllccurves dot org. Yeah, I should know. I should know that. I should know that by heart by now. One second. Yeah, they can go to uh, learning curves dot www.llc dot org. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Uh, we also going to post that information on our Facebook page. Sha, we're going to play and, and it, another one yeah, of your fine. joints, rapping and rocking the house. Don't go nowhere, people. We're live on WBMC yeah, Radio with MC Sha.
I'm Black Valley, your host of Unsigned Ground. We're live back on WBMC Radio. You can call in to speak to my very special guest at 347-857-4487. If you got some hot music, you can send it in to WBMC Radio at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, slash WBMC Radio. Follow me as well, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, search for Black Val. We got Shot Rock over there. Shot, are you with me? Yes, yes, I'm here. Let me give you the correct, um, the correct uh, uh, address to the website is www.lccareers.org. Once again, www.lccareers.org. And the song that you just played, "Rapping the Rock a House," that's the, that was the longest rap song in the history of of hip hop. <laughs> Which was like at 16 minutes and, and so so until somebody else I think come came along and try to outdo rapping and rocking rocking house. But that is also the first running hip hop song in history. Yes, that was recorded, I should say. And you know what? That that, that was one of my favorites. Are you serious? That was a, that was actually my first. Well, I, I can remember playing that on my, on my parents. Stereo, wow, oh, I, I, wow. Yeah, yeah, 1979, 1979. Yeah, that, that was, was the first, journey right there. Yeah, they don't know. that was the first, the first recorded, the longest first recorded rap song in history, in the history of hip hop. So, Shah, tell me, uh-huh. my, you, yes. you've done a lot, okay? What's next for the first female MC, the mother of the mic. What's next? What you got well, planned? you know what? My my thing is that, you know, I, I take one day at a time, but most of all, you know, I want to be able to continue to go around and teach young kids about the history, the history of hip-hop, the importance of the culture, and the importance of the elements of the culture, and the, the importance of respecting your brother, respecting your sister. And and I and I'm trying to do that in so many different different ways. I want to, you know, be able to get you know the uh, the the my book turned into you know a film one day, you know, and that's that's one of the things that I'm working on. But you know, my thing is that I'm just straight by just doing community service, you know, going around, you know, teaching hip hop, teaching the elements, talking about you know uh, the uh, the culture. I'm not looking for nothing major. I'm comfortable, you know, with what I'm doing. And I love what I'm doing, and I never want to be able to one day, you know, get so disgusted with, with a culture that I love so much that I turn my back on. And so what, as long as I'm, I'm in the communities, I'm talking, I'm doing whatever I got to do to make sure people know that hip-hop is about peace, unity, and having fun, although it didn't start out like that. Yes, we were surrounded by, you know, the crime and the craziness, all of that that was going on, but by the same token, this was our way to get away from all of that. And, you know, nowadays you can't blame, you know, young kids for not knowing what the true essence of, of, of hip-hop means if you, they don't know where it comes from or they don't know the elements or the history behind it. So my thing is to actually just go around and teach just like, you know, I, I sit on the board at Cornell University. I'm a, a, a advisory member. And right now, you know, it's wow. so crazy yeah. because, Thanks. yeah, right. But, look, it's so crazy because you got hundreds of people waiting in line. You know, you're talking about an Ivy League college, but you got hundreds of people waiting in line in order to 
uh, get into classes of professors at Cornell University, you know, in order to learn about the history of hip-hop. But you're talking about an Ivy League college, and you're talking about colleges like Yale or, or other colleges around the world that actually teach hip-hop. But then I have a problem with that because it's like, okay, a lot of people don't have, a lot of kids don't have the money to go to Yale. A lot of people don't have the money to go, or kids don't have the money to go to um, Cornell. My thing is that fighting to get it taught in the school. You understand what I'm saying? Because why do they have to wait to college to understand what hip-hop is about? Why do you have to wait or where it comes from or what the true essence is? Because don't get it twisted. They teaching it in college, so they learning it. But those kids need to know in those elementary schools because why? It is affecting every aspect of their life every single day, from from uh, uh, TV to movies to fashion, you understand what I'm saying, to music, hip, the yeah. hip-hop culture, I should say rap, rap music, which they say is hip-hop culture, is affecting every a- aspect of, of, of the global industry. So, yeah, you, so the thing yeah. is, is that they need to know that it's not just about being, becoming a rapper. Become an entrepreneur in every aspect of the of the music industry. We don't need to wait till they go to college to learn about the history of hip-hop. So these are one of the things that I'm, I'm working working for and I've been involved in trying to make sure that these, this gets taught in school. So that, that's the, and, and that's what I'm working on. Wow, that that's big, Cornell. Yes. What, what, yes. So what oh, advice yes. you got? For, so what advice you got for up up and coming female rappers? Um, my my thing is that listen, you know, um, everybody have a right to say what they they want to say. That that's the that's the the beauty of being a rap artist. But when you talk about the culture, then we have to respect the culture in its whole. You can be yourself. You know, you can talk about what you want to talk about. But when you talk about the hip-hop culture, it means peace, unity, and having fun. That's what hip-hop culture is, the hip-hop culture that I know. The world knows that that's what it's about. And as a female artist, I mean, you have to be yourself, and you have to know that however you come out, that's your legacy. That's how people are going to portray you for years to come. Rappers and female MCs come a dime a dozen, but what? How do you want your legacy to be portrayed? You know, for your children, your grandchildren, or anybody you know that you know you want you know to know what you brought to the game. It's like you know, be true to yourself. By the same time, by the same token, you know you are responsible for your legacy. So however you roll, just know that. That's how people are going to perceive you for many years to come, you know. And so, but you got to be true to yourself, you know. Just be true to your art. That's that's all I can say. Be true to your art and, and respect one another. Okay, that's I know it sounds funny, but, but it is. I know it sounds corny, but it is what it is. That's what's up. Yeah, it's not corny. That's that's what's up. It's real talk, actually. Yeah. Sha, okay, hold so, on. We're going to get into another one of your tracks. This is another one of my favorites. It's the joint. Stay live. We're here with MC Shah Rock. Don't go nowhere. We're live on WBMC Radio. WBMC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game.
I'm Black Val, your host of Unsigned Grind. We're live on WBMC Radio with my special guest, MC Shy Rock. What up, Shy? Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm about to go to sleep, though. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You well, up, so you up, <laughs> Well, let us know. Let my audience know your information, how they can contact you, how can they buy the book, how they can apply. Especially, it's August 2nd now, and you, you did say August 10th is the deadline? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's August 10th for the deadline for the scholarship. Um you can go to the um, the website that I gave you in reference to finding out, you know, any more information on on the uh, the scholarships and the different programs that they have to offer. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, um, uh, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. You know, you can easily find me. Um, and um, also, you know, visit my website at Um If you want to get the book, Barnes and Noble or Amazon. But if you want to uh, actually, you know, me, me to sign off on it, you know, and autograph it, then they can actually come to the uh, the, uh, the website, as I said before. So, and, and I'm on Instagram as well. So, MC Shawrock, you know, you can find me. MC Shawrock, you know, underscore, you can find me. That's what's up. Shaw, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, you know I go from back in the days. Y'all know I'm old. I don't be out too too late. You know I don't be up too, too late. But, but um, it, it's an honor once again to come on and speak to your audience. And thank you, thank you guys. Thanks for listening. Just follow me on Instagram, uh, you know, and uh, also Twitter, you know, and find out the, the latest things that I'm doing. And it's an honor to just be in the company of your audience and you as well. Thank you. And don't forget, believe me, I will be texting you with my address. Don't forget. No, I won't forget. You don't forget. I told you I'll put it in the mail Monday, okay? I got you. I got you. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Uh, Okay, uh, enjoy your night, and it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Yeah, I'm going to sleep. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for listening. Listen, I love you all. Take care. If you want to know more about me, follow me on Instagram. Thank you, and I'll get that book out to you Monday, okay? All right. Later. All right. Peace. Peace. Wow, we just had MC Shyrock, the mother of the mic, the queen of hip-hop, the first well, Funky 4 Plus One More, the first rap group to get signed. Wow, the first female group, the first female in a group. Wow, that was big. I love that. My people, uh, this was a pleasure. MC Shy. I will be hitting you for my book. Stay tuned. Come back tomorrow morning for Spoken Revelation, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Peace and good night. From generation to nation, it's new Pepsi next. With that real coma, take the put the pee in your pep. S.I. won't lie, we sipping on the set. We definitely on deck, definitely in check. With that real coma, take the new Pepsi next. There's no contest when you're drinking a feather. You're in the north, the south, the east, or the west. With that new Pepsi Cola called Pepsi next. outlets available in the media capital of the world. Fans of R&B, hip-hop, 
gospel, spoken word, and urban pop have taken notice of WBMC Radio. WBMC, we're multi-access. Like, listen, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Speaker.com. And we're emerging right now, thanks to programs like The Real Report, Unsigned Grind, and The Game Changer. WBMC Radio, we didn't change the station.